Welcome to Awario Marketing Talk, a podcast where we uncover digital marketing secrets. Hello, fellow marketers. This is Marketing Talk with Awario, and today we are talking Instagram influencer marketing. What is it? How to do it? Best strategies, tips, and common mistakes. Since we've covered this topic on our blog already, check it out, Avario blog. I invited Alina, uh, the author of the article and our content marketing superstar. Hi, everyone. Indeed, I was the one to write the article, which means I know things about Instagram marketing, and I'm not afraid to share them with you. That's the spirit. Yay. Influencer marketing is one of the hardest and most effective forms of marketing today. Why is it the case? Well, there are two factors. The advertising fatigue and the demand for authenticity come into play here. People are really tired of being advertised to. I'm sure you can relate. Everyone nowadays installs ad blockers and use all kinds of paid streaming services and I don't know a single person who takes cold calls. People want to shop from brands that reflect their values and their lifestyle from the brands that they are familiar with and that they trust. Exactly. We can't just keep banging people on the head with our ads, no matter how witty or inspiring they are. They don't work anymore. We gotta find new ways to reach people. Yes, and influencer marketing is the way to do that. Don't get me wrong, it's not a new thing. People have used influencers, well, marketers have used influencers since the 20th century, but uh, the idea of influencers back then was quite different. It used to be mostly celebrities, sports people, basically someone you can't possibly relate to. Now Instagram influencers and other internet influencers are someone who are close to us, who we can interact with through for example, direct messages who we can approach and who we know so much about, well, because they share everything on social media. Exactly. I feel like micro-influencers and Instagram influencers, social media influencers are much more powerful today than celebrities. Like, you won't trust a product recommendation from a celebrity. It's not who you look for for authenticity. Yeah, exactly. You will never believe they will do something for free. Exactly. Okay, so if I were a marketing manager challenged with the task to make Instagram influencer marketing work for me, for my brand, what would I do? What would you do? Well, the first step would be to find influencers you want to work with. This might also be the hardest step you'll have to take. Uh, you could, of course, hire a talent agency that would do this for you, but there are a lot of mishaps with that. Firstly, they are expensive and you don't want to waste your money on something you can do better, and I'll explain why. And secondly, you have more freedom, you're more in control when you do this yourself. So yeah, my point is, it's better to do it yourself. It's cheaper and you don't have to rely on the database that the marketing agency or whoever has. You can just search through all the kinds of influencers that internet shows you. I see. So it's better to DIY your influencer search. But how do you do it exactly? Where do I start? As with personal relationships, the only way to find a perfect match is to know yourself first, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Looking forward to a various dating advice podcast. Maybe we could do it as a St. Valentine's Day special. 
surely we'll gain more subscribers <laughs> than we'll do with this one. So in the case of marketing and not dating, you need to know your brand image and your target audience. It's a good thing to make up a customer persona and think what kind of influencers they would follow. We have a blog post on a various website titled how to create customer personas. It's a good guide. So if I have to know myself and know my brand, I would probably make up a list or rather several lists. The first list would list the main qualities of my brand. Is it fun? Is it serious? Is it charming? Is it cute? Stuff like that. The second list would be even more important. This list would describe my target audience. Again, you could make up a customer persona or just write down some things that define your target audience. Yes, that would be the first step. I would also advise making up one more list. The next one would have the main keywords that could describe your target audience's interest. Oh, marketers and lists are a powerful duo. Yeah, we can't live without them. Okay, so we made up the lists. We have the lists at our disposal. What is the next step? The next step is to research your niche. Uh, you can check what influencers your competitors have and use social listening to find influencers based on the keywords you mapped out. Oh, let me fan about social listening tools for a second here. They can be used for so many things. You can use social listening tools to research your target audience, create customer persona, analyze and monitor your competitors, and of course, find influences. Thus, you are paying for one tool, but you are getting so much value from it. We won't get into details here about social listening. This is not a podcast about that, unfortunately for me. But you can get a ton of resources on our blog and read about social listening all you want. As to finding influences, for example, Avario provides users with a dedicated influencer report. Don't rush, however. I'd suggest one more step before engaging with an influencer. Checking the way an influencer communicates with their audience, you know, to find out if they're maybe fake. Yeah, fake influences are a real problem. If I wanted to tell a real influencer from the one who bought their followers, I'd probably check their likes first. A high number of followers with a low number of likes is a telltale sign that the influencers were bought. Yes, also don't forget to check out the comments. If they are all super generic, they are likely to be bots. And as we know, bots don't buy your products. Okay, so I've got my list of influencers from Avario. I checked the top 10 and chose a couple I really liked. I checked if they are fake and luckily they are not. The next step is somehow to make them work with me, right? Well, make would be a bit of a strong word don't force anyone you you know you'll need consent but mm -hmm. indeed once you got your eyes on someone it's time to reach out probably the most nerve-wracking part of the process especially if you don't handle rejection well the common mistake that so many marketers and business owners make is to reach out to the influencers in mass these messages usually look like spam that even most of us common people tend to avoid like crazy so to increase the chances of your message being read and responded to make it personal and approachable your message should include things like a short presentation of yourself, your brand and your product, and a suggestion on how you can collaborate and what's in it for the influencer. So make sure to do some research before contacting the influencer to find out what it is that you can offer. What's interesting is that sometimes you can find an influencer already mentioned your product or brand. For example, when I research some brands with the Vario, I can find some really influential mentions in the feed, uh, like a mention from a person 
person with the 100,000 plus followers. And in this case, I suggest sliding into the DMs, like the kids say. I mean, you reach out through direct messages, say that you are really excited about this mansion and maybe offer some kind of collaboration. Just don't ignore them. That would be a huge mistake. Yeah, it's equally important for niche influencers to stay up to date and discover exciting things as it is for you to gain access to their audience. Remember, they have to post a lot and very often and they have a dedication to their followers to always come up with something new to say and to offer new products. So they might be just out there looking for you as you are for them. So we reached out and luckily they answered. What is the next step? Well, the next step would be collaboration, which involves two things that seem mutually exclusive, but shouldn't be. First, you've got to clearly define your expectations. And on the other hand, you should give the influencer enough creative freedom to do what they do best. Clear message should define the key message that you want to convey to their audience and the types and number of pieces of content that you want them to make. And everything else should be up to them. If you don't trust them, if you don't like their style, then it's better not to work with this person. Yeah, I feel like creative freedom is a major component of a successful promotional post. Do you have any advice on how to build relationships with influencers? Well, my first tip would be to follow them everywhere. Yes, talk alert. No, 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 I don't mean literally, especially with the pandemic at our door. I meant on social media. We are talking Instagram influencer marketing today, but remember that influencers usually have presence on other platforms as well. So make your interest known, follow them everywhere they are represented. Another thing to show your interest is engaging with their posts. Like, comment, share their posts on your stories, use relevant hashtags, you know the drill. It's important that they are reminded again and again about your existence and your interest in them. Remember, influencer outreach is more of a commitment than one-time fling. Right, I totally agree with you and if this does work and even if this doesn't work, don't forget that influencers, most of them anyway, are business people and the main thing they need is a valuable proposal. They are looking if your proposal is worth their time. So yeah, don't irritate them by sending messages such as please share my post, can you please share my post and so on. We all know those kinds of messages. Just give them some reason to share your post or indeed a product. And that brings us to another important part of communication with influencers, payment. How do you negotiate it and how much should you pay? There are a number of ways you pay influencers. The most popular ones pay per post, cost per click, cost per acquisition and cost per engagement. The cost of working with influencers increases as the following size increases, which makes sense. The prices can also depend on the niche. They, yeah, they obviously do. And whenever you get those terrible feelings deep inside about paying someone a hundred bucks for an Instagram post. Remember that on average every dollar spent on influencer marketing gets you 765. But don't go chasing numbers when it comes to choosing what influencer to work with. Sometimes micro-influencers can be as powerful and influential or can bring you even more leads than people with a bigger following. The advantage of micro-influencers is that they have a very specific audience and a very loyal one. Uh, micro 
influencers are seen as more trustworthy and authentic by people and are seen as less likely to sell out. You can also get away with giving a micro-influencer a free product in exchange for a review, but in this case remember that you won't have as much control over the final post, so you have to be really convinced your product is good. So we walked through the whole process of working with influencer from looking for one to establishing relationships with one. Uh, Alina, do you have any final tips? Well, I think we've pretty much covered influencer marketing on Instagram. I just wanted to add one tiny thing about measuring your metrics. I'm sure you're aware of that, but just in case, don't forget the numbers, engagement, leads, everything you can get from your Instagram analytics. This, like your collaboration should make sense. It's not just for fun. And keep your communication open. If you are happy with your influencer and they're happy with you, don't stop talking. You might want to collaborate again in the future. Yeah, it's a good point about analyzing your metrics. I feel like a lot of brands just collaborate with influencers. They might measure how many people click the link in their bio or something like that and that's it. But analyze what posts by the influencer won more likes or more comments or brought more people to your profile. Luckily, with the branded content, Instagram gives you the ability to do so. Yeah, exactly. Excellent tip. Thank you. And thank you, Alina, for giving us so much insight today. Oh, that's too kind, but always happy. If you want to learn more, maybe check out the blog post on our blog about influencer marketing on Instagram, which was also written by Alina. And I hope that you will make use of these tips in your own influencer marketing strategy on Instagram. I'll hear you next time when we will discuss something even more exciting in the world of marketing. Goodbye, have a nice day. Bye, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Awario Marketing Talk. Hit the subscribe button if you are new to our talks. If you are a long-term listener, do not forget to like, comment, and share. Leave the questions down below if you want us to cover some specific topic. Stay tuned for our updates.